Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Welcome, my vibrant friend. I am coming to you from up north in the woods. It's um, kind of mid-August, but summer feels like it's almost over, doesn't it? I've been looking on social media and seeing that some of your kids are going back to school already. Some of the college kids are getting ready to take off. Mine is getting ready to take off. And then the school year starts. So it starts to feel like the end. I think this will be our last trip up north. You know, we went out on the lake today. My husband and I and two of our kids took the, uh, the paddle boat out and um, kind of paddled out to the middle of the lake and jumped in and oh, it felt good. There, there were warm and cold currents and we got to swim and it was so refreshing and the sun felt good on us and you just start to have that feeling like you got to soak up all that warmth um, and all that refreshment just because you know that the seasons are going to change very soon. It's funny, I have a conference I could have gone to this month and I don't know about you, but I just have certain times of the year that I want to be home and I just want to be uh, in the upper Midwest in August. So I don't know if you have a time of year where you feel like you just don't want to be anywhere else than home. Um, I'd love to hear about that. If you can reach out to me on Instagram or something, send me a DM and let me know what time of year is the best time where you live. Well, I'll tell you, as I'm sitting here, um, looking out at the birch trees, I'm just really feeling a little spiritual, a little complicated, com complicated, contemplative. And I was thinking, um, I wanted to talk to you about just being the change. Uh, it's, you know, you hear this quote, be the change you want to see in the world that Gandhi said, and there's just so many facets of our life that we can use this. Well, we live in a world where in a culture of today where we eat all day long everywhere we go there's food every event has food every event our children have has food um, we have normalized overeating we have normalized um, comforting ourselves with food and we've normalized pushing food on people and so what I'm talking about today is being be the change to change that culture um, I wanted to share with you three stories of three of my clients um, and thought, you know, you might pick up something here that would be useful in your life to help you on your weight loss journey. So this one woman, I may have told you this story before. Um, I was thinking about it because fall's coming up and football games and she would go to uh, tailgating parties with her friends and they would take turns hosting and she said there was a rule that you have to eat some of everything to be nice. So basically, if you didn't take something, a little bit of everything, then you weren't a nice person. And I kind of asked her if she was willing to break that rule because it wasn't serving her in her weight loss journey. 
there were some things she didn't want to eat there and she didn't want to eat. She didn't want to overeat. So she said she wasn't ready to break that. That was a really difficult thing. She had some workarounds. Sometimes she said if, you know, there'd be a large brownie and she would maybe have a bite and stick it on her husband's plate. Uh, and so that was a workaround. Or she had a friend and the two of them would kind of stick together and keep in motion so that everybody didn't know what they were eating or not eating. Um, but she wasn't willing to just take the food she wanted and leave the rest. So I asked her, well, you're not willing to change what you do because you don't want to break the rule at this point in time. Um, but are you willing to be the host that allows that rule to be broken, that people can eat what they want? And if they don't want to eat the dessert, they don't have to. And if they don't eat something of everything, that you won't push something on them or pressure them to take more or act like they're not nice if they don't eat something of everything. And she really had to think about that one for a while. Um, and she just kind of croaked out, yes, yes, I, I can do that as the host. And it's funny how we sometimes think about how these things affect us, but we don't notice how we also participate in the system. So that was kind of a big moment for her to think about um, being the change at her own party, the one that she was hosting. Now I'll tell you, another one of my clients lives in a food as love family. And I, I have real empathy for those of you who live in food as love families, because there's definitely the push. You're full. Well, you should have more. You know, don't you like my food? Anyone ever hear that at their food is love family? Or you tell them what you can't eat and they want you to eat it anyway. Um, or you tell them that you're trying to eat a certain way and they want you to eat a different way because of what they made. Um, we talked about this with one of my clients and we're, she was working through... Um, how to deal with her own family when this was going on. But then she started to turn it around on herself and think about how she could change this and not do this in, to her own children and not do it to the, her extended family when they were over and explore what it all would be like for her as the host again. Could she offer food, but not push it on anybody? Could she stick up for someone who is getting pressured to eat more than they wanted or something that they didn't want to eat? She even came to me one day and said, you know, I've been thinking about my college child and I've been sending him food like every week for, as a care package. And she said, I was thinking one day that he needed a pair of pants because he just grew, but I was sending him food instead. And I thought, she, or she thought, she told me the story that she thought, you know, it might be okay to just send him a pair of pants and no food. And that maybe she would change um, 
how she did things in their Food as Love family so that it wasn't a pressure thing and it wasn't withholding love if someone didn't want to eat the food. She said, I still want to make his favorite dishes when he comes home, but I'm not going to make him eat any of it. And I thought that was really insightful. I'll tell you about a third woman I know who was going to an event that her company was putting on and she was really concerned about how it was going to go. She said, we do these big events multiple days and we're in the command center putting these on. And she said, there's licorice, there's all sorts of snacks, none of it's any good. And we have meals brought in. So it's not like we aren't fed. And she said, I just am worried about going, being on my weight loss journey and, you know, moving forward with this and having, but having to do these events because this is part of her job. Now it was interesting. So I just said, well, how are you going to approach this? And she had one coming up. It, this was going to be really cool. It was at the Rady Shell at Jacobs Park in San Diego, a really cool venue. And she was so excited about what they were doing there for their client. It was a multiple day event. They had big names coming in and she was going to be in the command center the whole day. And this was kind of taking away some of her joy of all the work they'd put on to get this together. And they were, she was about to go to San Diego. And then she said to me, you know what? I'm actually in charge. <laughs> and when she came back, I said, how did it go? And she said, I told them no snacks in the command center. We have meals. If you are hungry, you can go somewhere and get something, but we're not having all that junk there. And she's, and I said, amazing. <laughs> I didn't actually realize that she was in charge of the whole thing until she told me. Um, but she said that, she felt so good about it because she got to have her three meals, but she didn't have, you know, candy sitting at her elbow that she might just stick in her mouth when something stressful was going on. She said the event was fantastic and everyone had a fabulous time and was really well organized from the command center. And she, then she said, you know what? Multiple people came up to her at the end and said, thank you for banishing the snacks. It was so much better not having food and junk food around us all day long. And she was really surprised by that because she was worried she was going to get pushed back from the team. And really, many people thought it was better. So maybe you're not running a multi-day event at a, uh, you know, at the Rady Shell, but maybe you have a, a meeting that you run and does it have to have food at it? I don't know. So we've looked at things like regular parties we go to and the food rules that we have. We've looked at families where food is love. And looking at the different ways that you can be a host at that, a guest at that. Can you still be a good host and not pressure people? And many of you are professional women who run meetings and events and have noticed that it's a drag to have food at absolutely everything you go to. 
So what does this bring up for you? I'm so curious to know. So please reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Heather Awad MD there. Um, or you can go to my Vibrant MD Facebook page and leave me a message there. I'd love to talk to you about how this works in your life and how you might be the change in your own world. Thanks so much for listening today. Hello, this is Dr. Heather Awad, the host of the Vibrant MD podcast. And as we get into fall here, I will be guiding another group of professional women on a 12-week journey of weight loss. And this will be your final weight loss journey. Optimizing your hormones is the best way to lose weight for the last time. And we'll be doing that through food choices and food timing. And that is coming up soon. So go to my website, vibrant-md.com and click join now. And that will put you on my email list. So you will know when we are open again for enrollment because that is coming up soon. Now I was thinking today also that I wanted to tell you a little bit more about who joins this group. I'll tell you, it is mostly um, professional women and including doctors who want to lose weight for the last time. They, I gotta tell you, these are not people who take pictures of themselves in their underwear and want that posted on the internet. And I'm not throwing any shade on people that do that because I um, feel very proud for the people that um, post their before and after pictures. Um, but my group tends to not be that one. They are, in fact, they don't even want to come in the podcast and say their name loud and proud and say I lost over 30 pounds. They uh, like to write me emails afterwards telling me about their experiences. Then a couple months later, I usually get texts about how they bought a new dress for their daughter's wedding and how amazing they looked and how good they felt. I get um, I get a lot of texts about new clothes, actually, <laughs> and emails. Had a friend over and threw out, you know, three quarters of my clothes. Not thrown out, but donated to the Goodwill. Um, and I just know I don't need those clothes anymore because I'm never going to be that size again. That's kind of the people that come join my program. So if you think that sounds like you... Um, and if you're interested in going on your final weight loss journey, uh, please go to my website, vibrant-md.com. Press join now and, you'll, and you can get on the wait list so that you will get an email when we open to enroll again this fall. It is coming up soon. Take care and have a great day.